Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. As we are in our season of healing, just so you know, we are worshiping on campus and making sure that our worship experiences are safe and sanitary. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message. Amen. If Jesus is in your house every day, get on your feet and give God a praise right now. No, that's not a praise. If you want to be a part of healing the nation, open your mouth and give God praise. That's what this weekend is all about. I want people who want to heal the nation. Help me give God a praise that he's the way to get it done. So this week we honor Dr. King, but we also honor the reality of this fact. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, and I'm declaring that peace is coming to America and that God's people are going to lead the way. If you want to be a part of that before I preach, just open your mouth and give God a radical praise. If you're ready to possess peace. Oh, I felt that. Well, I'm warning you, I feel like preaching. I'm going to preach your sister's weave right out of her head today. Praise God. I just feel so much victory. The Lord spoke to me this morning. I'm in the process of preaching on sacred season. And the Lord said, be very intentional today about what you preach. He said, because I want people to lay their faith to what you're going to be teaching. He said, because when I go to answering prayers, I don't want people to be praying vaguely. He said, I'm about to move in a dimension where people are going to know that it's me. In other words, you're going to pray specifically, and God's going to answer prayers so specifically that you'll be able to say, that was nobody but the Lord. How many of you are ready to step in that season with me? I love you so much. Deuteronomy 26, verse 1, you by live stream, welcome. The Bible said, and it shall be, when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and you possess it and dwell in it, that you shall take some of the first of all the produce of the ground, which you shall bring forth from the land that your Lord, that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall put it in a basket and go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. And you shall go to the one who is the priest in those days and say to him, I declare today, to the Lord your God that I have come to the country which the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. And you shall answer and say before the Lord your God, my father was a Syrian about to perish and he went down to Egypt and dwelt there, few in number, and there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. But the Egyptians mistreated us, afflicted us, and laid hard bondage on us. Then we cried out to the Lord God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, and with an outstretched arm, with great terror, and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and has given us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now behold, 
I have brought the first fruits of the land which you, O Lord, have given me. Then you shall set it before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. So shall you rejoice in every good thing which the Lord your God has given to you and your house, you and the Levite and the stranger who is among you. So you shall rejoice in every good thing which the Lord has given to you and your, I better say it is so you shall rejoice. Oh, I better say it again. So you shall rejoice in every good, so you shall rejoice in every good thing which the Lord your God has given you and your house. So you shall rejoice. Don't wait. Oh, what are you waiting for? Has the Lord given anything to you and your house? Why don't you just not be cute for a minute and just go ahead and give him praise for every good thing that you gave to me and my children and my husband and my wife and my family and my church. Only praise him if he's been good to you. If he hasn't, be quiet. Then the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. I'm going to teach you some powerful truths today unlocking the seven blessings of sacred season. If you want to unlock some favor in your life, just slip up your hands. It's going to be good today. Father, thank you for this year of miraculous strength. We give you glory. You spoke to me and you have been leading me, God, to take your people into a new dimension. We give you praise that good things are in store because you're a good God. We want to unlock every blessing that you have for us in 2021. If you love the Lord, put your hands together. Come on, make a little noise and give praise. Come on, praise you for the good things in your life. You can be seated. I want to talk to you today. Man, I'm, I'm warning you, I feel like preaching. I've already preached this twice and couldn't wait to get here to preach it again. That's how good it's been. I'm going to be preaching it all week long to myself because I'm just claiming everything about this message. I want to talk to you today about the power of first fruits, the power of this whole sacred season. We've been praying and fasting and we're getting ready to give and I love this time. Uh, we've been doing a lot of fasting and, and seeking the face of the Lord. If a chicken wing got next to me, it would be in trouble. Can I get a witness here? But it's a season that the Lord led me into about 11 years, actually 10 years ago. I think this is our 10th anniversary. And it's been so mighty every single year. It's the power of putting God first. That's what First Fruits is all about. Next week, we're going to bring our First Fruits Sacred Season offering to the Lord. The nation of Israel was very clear and uh, familiar with the concept of first fruits. The first fruits in the Bible were always the choice. It was the finest. It was the best. And they brought it to the Lord. And, and we began this years ago. The Lord dealt with me to start this beginning of every year with sacred season. And I've been faithful to honor God. And we're doing it yet again. Because I know that there is great blessings released and great favor released when we put God first. In fact, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. 
And I've come to understand that there's power when you put the Lord first. He said, in fact, don't just seek me, seek me first. He said, if you're going to seek me, you're going to have to seek me first. In fact, the word seek is a word of worship. And if you look at the word worship, it's actually an old English word. It's from the word worth-ship. So when you seek God first, you're telling him, Lord, you are worthy first. You see, God is saying here, I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to fit somewhere on your list. You've got to seek me first. The word first here in the Greek, it means, or, or in the Greek, it means chiefly. First of all, first in rank, first in time, first in place of order of importance. God said, if you're going to seek me, I have to be first. God said, nothing came before me. He said, I've always been and I've all and always will be. So I'm not going to be number two, three, four, five, six, seven on your list. He said, either you seek me first or you don't seek me at all. But he said, if you will seek me first, everything else you need will be added unto you. See, our philosophy is let's just seek everything else and let's try to fit God into it. But God said, I want you to flip the script of your modern thinking. He said, I want you to come all the way back to the Bible and I want you to put me first. And he said, if you'll put me first, everything else that you need will be added unto you. See, first is linked to the word foundation. First actually means foundation in the original text of the Bible. And foundation is what everything else is built on. If you want a house to last, you build it on a good foundation. We've had some hurricanes and we've had some bad weather, but a lot of us, even though our houses may have been damaged when it boiled right down to it, our houses made it through because it was on a good foundation. Who would be willing to admit that maybe your life has not been perfect. Maybe you've had some storms and some issues and some struggles. Maybe even this past year has been a storm a year. Maybe you've had some issues and situations where the winds of adversity have blown. But here you are in 2021 and you can say in spite of everything the devil has tried, I'm still standing. Because the foundation is sure. Oh, come on now. If you look at the goodness of the Lord in your life, you know that 2020 may have been a storm a year, but who would admit that in 2020 and in years gone by, I only made it because my foundation was not money. My foundation was not a job. My foundation was not education. My foundation was not my ability. My foundation was not my skills, but my foundation was built on Jesus. Jesus Christ, and I'm here today because of the goodness of the Lord. Seek is a word of worship. It's a word of pursuit. And first is a foundational word. So hear me. He's saying, I'm God, and I got to be first. And if you'll seek me first, everything else you need will be added unto you. When you give first in advance, you're anticipating a greater harvest that is to come. You're saying, God, I'm going to plant something right now, knowing that you're going to release blessings in my life. It's a divine principle that began all the way back in the Old Testament. And see, when you implement a divine principle, you reap a divine reward. 
What I'm trying to tell you is this, precious. You can't do what the Bible says and not get what the Bible promises. I'm only looking for the people that believe the Bible. I said, you can't do what the Bible says and not get what the Bible promises. I want everybody that believes in the B-I-B-L-E, make a little noise in the room right now. I, I believe in this Bible with all my heart. So you're giving signals to your harvest that God is involved in your life. So when you put God first at the beginning of the year, we're praying and we're fasting and we're giving because the book of Ecclesiastes says that a three-stranded cord is not easily broken. So we're putting God first. We're seeking him. We're making the foundation of 2021 the Lord. So we're going to pray and we're going to fast and we're going to give and we're going to bring our first fruits to God. Now, now when we put God first, it's, it, for many people, it's the first day or the first week. We have people who even give the first month and they, they couple with that prayer and fasting. We are signaling to our harvest that God is involved in it. And I want to tell you something. I believe in God's blessings and I need financial favor on my life. Wave at me if you need financial favor. I, I, how many of you got bills? Come on. I got bills. They're multiplying. Come on, somebody. Yeah, can I get a witness? We all got bills, and I thank God that he will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So he's my provider. That means I'm blessed going in and I'm blessed coming out. I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. And God takes care of me and you. But watch this, harvest is so much more than just money because we've made in the kingdom, unfortunately, too many things are all about money. And God does supply resources and money. He said, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. But I'm gonna tell you this, harvest is more than money. Some of you need a harvest of peace. Some of you need a harvest of healing. Some of you need a harvest of power. Some of you need a harvest of joy. Some of you need a harvest of breakthrough. I am declaring in faith that as you put God first this year, that you're going to have a harvest, a bumper crop of everything that you need. How about a bumper crop of revival, a bumper crop of joy? If you're sick in your body, I'm declaring a bumper crop, a harvest of healing. Somebody give God praise right now that he is a God that brings a harvest. No, that ain't good enough right there. I'm looking for the people who believe that God can bring a harvest to your life. Open up your mouth and give God a mighty praise. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. So the Jews would bring this first fruits to the Lord, but it wasn't any offering. It was the choice. It was the best part. Now, this festival was called the Shavuot Festival or the Festival of First Fruits. This is not your tithe. This is an offering that you bring to God, believing that his faithfulness is going to manifest in your life. And what they would do, they would bring these seven offerings to the Lord. There were seven different uh, 
produce, uh, fruits and produce from the ground that they offered to the Lord. Now the first that they brought was the wheat and the barley. It was already in the barn. It, they had already taken it in and it's easy to bring God something from what you've already gotten. But what they would do is they would bring the wheat and the barley before the Lord and then there was some, there was a festival that they participated in and, and the priest, would, they called it the, the festival of the twin loaves. And the priest would take the loaves into the temple and he would wave the wheat loaf and the barley loaf before the Lord. He would wave them like so. And the power was this. They were acknowledging what God had already given them that was in the barn. They were giving God praise for what he'd already done. But if you study the power of this wave offering, what had happened was when they would do this, the, the wheat, the wheat uh, bread represented what God had already done. So they would wave the one bread and they would wave it before the Lord acknowledging, Lord, this is what you've already done. But then they would wave the barley before the Lord and say, this is what you're able to do. So when they would wave one hand, they would acknowledge, God, everything we've got, we only have it because you made a way. Everything you provided, we give you glory for it. So they would wave that one hand, giving God praise for what he'd already done. Let me tell you something, precious. The reality is if God doesn't do anything else for you, he's already done enough that you should praise him for the rest of your life. If he never provides for you one more time, he's already saved you. He's already redeemed you. He's already washed you in the blood. And some of y'all are waiting to praise him until you get next. The Lord said, why should I bless you with the next thing when you hadn't even praised me for what I've already done? So I dare you right now, just take a praise break and give him glory for how many times he's already brought you through. Come on, your neighbor may not understand your praise, but you know exactly how good God has been to you. But see, not only was that praise relegated to what God had already done, he would wave another loaf relegating that praise to what God was able to do. He said, so God, based on what you've already done, I'm going to praise you for what you're able to do. I'm going to praise you that if you've saved, you can save again. If you healed, you can heal again. If you made a way, you can make a way again. If you broke me through, you can break me through through again. If you save one of my children, you can save all three of them. If you open one door, you can open another. So I need somebody right now to go ahead and open your mouth and praise God for what he's done and begin to praise him for what he's able to do. Don't you wait to praise him until you're living the dream and eating ice cream, baby. Open your mouth right now and say, God, I'm going to praise you like I've already done it because if you've done it before, you can do it again. Glory to God. Just trying to talk to you. I'm feeling this. So the festival was called the Shavuot Festival. It was a festival of first fruits. And these seven crops represented the seven blessings to the Jewish people. There were two, like I said, the wheat and barley that were already matured and in the barn. But there were five that had not been taken from the field yet because they had not fully ripened. And these five crops not fully yet ripened or matured were the olive, the pomegranate, the date, the grape, and the fig. 
And they gave the wheat and barley, as I said, based on what God had already provided, but they brought the unripened fruit based on uh, these, these crops of five, five crops of faith, believing for what was to come. And this offering was an offering that acknowledged God for blessing them in that season, but it was also an offering in faith for the blessings that were to come. Now, you can get mad at me if you want to, but here's what I declare. I don't know about you, but I can only speak for me. I do not believe that God is through blessing the Rayleigh family. Okay, go ahead and get mad, get upset with me, but listen, I've been doing this a long time so I can preach when people are aggravated with me. The reality is I don't believe that God is through blessing Jim and Dawn Rayleigh and my children. I believe, honey, the best is yet to come for me and you. I believe our children are mighty in the Lord. They're going to serve God every day that they live. I believe that our family and our generation shall be blessed. I'm declaring that God is not through blessing my family or me is there anybody ready to get radical with pastor and just say pastor I don't believe that God is through blessing me and my family if you don't believe God's through blessing you come on give him a praise if you believe he's got doors to open for you, if you believe he's got seasons to shift, if you believe he's got breakthrough with your name on it, if you believe he's got a path for you to walk in that's going to bring you breakthrough prosperity and break your dreams come true, just open your mouth and give God praise because God ain't, God ain't through blessing you. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, neighbor, God ain't through blessing you. They say, why don't you act like it? Come on, I dare you right now. One, two, three, just act like it. If you believe God's, God's not through blessing you. Can I go a little deeper? See, the Jews, they brought this to the Lord because they believed that God was the source of every blessing in their lives, and he would never run out of blessings oh I feel this come on you at home I said the Lord will never run out of blessings did you know that heaven is not running low on healing heaven is not running low on salvation come on if you look in the cupboards of heaven there's real still plenty of joy plenty of peace plenty of power is there anybody here today that maybe just maybe you believe that heaven hasn't run out of blessings do you believe that God has not run out of blessings with your life and for your life I declare in faith that in the next season you're gonna find out that heaven has not run out of blessings in your life if you're ready to see the blessings of the Lord manifest open your mouth and give God a praise right now Oh, come on. I declare in 2021 that God's going to provide for your family. I declare that he'll provide everything you need. I declare healing is yours in 2021. I declare breakthrough is yours in 2021. Some of you, your children are going to get saved in 2021. Your marriage is going to turn around in 2021. Your sick body is going to be healed in 2021. Don't let the devil fool you. Don't let hell sell you a bill of goods. I've come to let you know that God has not run out of ways to bless his people. Hallelujah. And as Pastor Don and I sold next week, we're giving based on what he's already done, but don't get it bent. We're giving based also on this fact. The God who's done it before can do it again. 
So they brought the offerings of the seven crops to the Lord. Somebody say seven. Now this is beautiful to me because in the Bible, seven is the number of rest. And we could use it. Come on. This has been a year like no other. 2020 going into 2021 has been a year of anxiety. It's been a year of trouble. It's been a year of worry for many people. But I am declaring that as we embark into this next season that we're going to have a time of rest. Come on. I'm ready to get done with the drama. Save the drama for your mama. Come on, somebody. Mama said she don't want the drama. Can I get a witness? But the reality is I'm over it. I'm over the mess. I'm over the struggle. I'm over the news. I'm over the junk that people share on Facebook. I am over it. I'm like, anybody just over it? Come on. How many of you are ready for God to give you a season of rest? Listen, I'm not, I don't know what's going to happen out there in the world, but we do not belong to the enemy, and we are not of this world. We are kingdom people, and I declare that in the kingdom, we're going to have rest in the next season. If you're, I'm not talking about rest that puts you to sleep. I'm talking about restful productivity. That means you're going to be able to go to work and not be full of worry. You're going to get up in the morning and not be full of anxiety but you're going to have rest. How many of you are ready for rest? Just open your mouth and give God praise because I release rest over you. Rest for your mind. Come on. Rest in your soul that when you lay down, you don't lay down in fear, that you don't lay down in anxiety. But I declare that in the mighty name of Jesus, in fact, I prophesy it, and you can put it down. God has rest for his people. If you receive that, open your mouth and give God praise right now. So these fruits... And the, this produce was precious to God. The Bible said that when they brought this, that they brought it first to the Lord. It was their first fruits. And I'm declaring that we're bringing God first and we're honoring him first and this will be a year of rest. Rest, rest. Now Deuteronomy 8, 9 says, it will be a land where you will eat food without scarcity in which you will not lack anything. Okay, I got religious people upset with me. But I'm declaring over you that this next year you will not lack anything. Okay, who receives it? It's God's word. And either we believe it or we don't. I'm declaring this year, you will not lack anything that you need. Anything you need, God's going to supply it, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. If you believe that this year you won't lack anything, just put your hands together and give God a mighty praise. All right, there were seven fruits and pro, fruit, fruits and vegetables, produce that they brought before the Lord. Number one, they brought the wheat and the barley. Now I'm going to get real specific because this is where I want you to lay your faith. In the Bible, wheat and barley were used to make bread. And wheat and barley, because bread represents fellowship, 
Wheat and barley represent love. That represents peace. It represents charity and fellowship. And I'm telling you, in this year that we've had, how we need a church that knows how to fellowship in love and in peace and in charity. It's time for fellowship in the house of the Lord. If you've been, but you say, well, Pastor, it's been tough. It's been hard. This has been a rough year. What do I do when I won't fellowship, but I don't like the fellows in the ship? Oh, let me come down there and talk to real people. Sometimes you feel like, man, I want fellowship, but those fellas in this ship are getting on my last nerve. What you need to do is come on down off your high horse and realize that as much as they're getting on your nerves, there's a good chance that you're getting on their nerves too. And I break that spirit of division and drama, and I come against it in the kingdom of God because we are kingdom people, and I decree and declare that we are about to step into a season of love and charity and peace and fellowship. If you're ready to get along with the fellows in the ship, open up your mouth and give God a mighty praise right now. You must allow God to work on you this year and trust that he is working on others. We get so busy trying to fix everybody else. Let's just focus on ourselves for a minute. So raise up your hands and because the Bible said you'll decree a thing and it'll be established. So raise up your hands and decree this after me. Say this year. Shout it out. Say this year. We claim a year of peace, fellowship, love, and generosity. If you're ready for that, just clap your hands and give God a mighty praise. Come on, if you're ready for the house to be filled with love, just clap your hands and give God a shout. Okay, you got the bread representing fellowship. That's the, that's the wheat and the barley. The third was the dates, and dates represent sweetness. The Bible said that the promised land is a land that's flowing with milk and with honey. And when most Jewish people think of honey, they don't think of bee honey like we eat. They think of date honey. And I've been there many, many times. And if you've, if you've ever tasted date honey, it is some of the most delicious honey you will ever eat in your life because they make it from the dates. There are literally millions of date palms in Israel planted in the desert because the Bible said that the desert would bloom again. So dates represent sweetness. Look at me, precious. I'm declaring that this is going to be a year of sweetness in your life. 2020 was a bitter year. Can I get a witness? I personally dealt with a lot of bitterness in 2020. The church dealt, it seemed like, with bitterness, and people dealt with bitterness. But I am here today to let the devil know that I may have been a, been a bitter season, but I'm not going to be a bitter man. I'm not going to let bitterness get in my life and control me in the mighty name of the Lord. 2021, throughout the rest of this year, is going to be a year of sweetness. Okay, half of you are almost there. Here we go. I'm looking for the people who say, Pastor, I am ready for some sweetness. I'm ready for some sweetness to hit my family, to hit my church. If you're ready for sweetness, just open up your mouth and give God a praise right now. Come on, my, my granny and then 
grandma used to sing this song, sweet against the journey every day. Serving Jesus really pays. I want to tell you something. I don't know what's going to happen in the world. I can't tell you what the devil's going to do, but I can tell you that we are people of God, and I'm ready to have a year of sweetness. If you're ready to have a year of sweetness, stop and give God glory right now. Come on. Okay, slip up your hands and pray this, say this after me, declare this after me. Say, this year, as we bring our first fruits to the Lord, we declare this year, say this year, is going to be a year of sweetness. If you receive it, come on, give him praise in the balcony. If you receive it in the back, give him praise. If you receive it at home, open up your mouth and say, it's going to be sweet this year. Man, I have had too much yuck in 2020. I'm ready for something sweet. And when the fast is over, I'm going to have a cupcake in the name of Jesus. Anybody ready for a season of sweetness? Listen, this is not a magic formula, but this is an anchor. You can say, Lord, I'm believing you for, for sweetness. I'm, I'm believing you for, for fellowship. I'm believing you for these things. Number four was pomegranate. Pomegranate represents righteousness in the Jewish culture. If you look at the word righteousness, righteousness actually means right standing. So here's the deal. This year I'm declaring that you are in right standing with God. Put your hand on your chest and say that. Say, I'm in right standing with God. Say it again. Say, I'm in right standing with God. See, there's a difference between self-righteousness and the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The Bible said you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you're depending on your right standing, you're going to mess it up and you're going to be frustrated and you're not going to see any significant breakthroughs in your life. But when you're in right standing, that means you're standing in the right place and you're there not because of your performance, not because of your goodness, but you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So where did you get where you are to be in right standing? I got there because of Jesus Christ. So if I'm in right standing, that means I'm standing in the right place. <laughs> that means I'm in position. That means whatever God has for me, I'm in position to receive it. Hallelujah. I'm not in position because I deserve it. I'm not in position because I got it coming. I'm not in position because I performed to get it but I got in position because I'm in right standing with Jesus I'm the right I'm the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ so I stand here because Jesus said stand here that's the right place to stand now you're in position the enemy doesn't want you to know it but you're in position right now tell your neighbor I'm in position yeah if healing's coming I'm in position to receive it if breakthrough's coming I'm in position to receive it because I'm in right standing I'm in right standing and my God shall supply all my my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I'm in right standing, so with his stripes I am healed. I'm in right standing, so even if I get in a fight, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If my family is lost, I'm in right standing, and I can declare, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm in right standing. I don't have to get good enough. I don't have to be good enough. I don't have to perform. I'm already there. I'm in the right place. Some of y'all, hell don't want you to know it. The devil wishes I would shut up, but you are right now in the right position to receive the greatest year that you've ever had in your life. Don't you buy into what the news is saying? You are the righteousness of God. You're in the right place at the right time on the right Sunday. Come on, give God a praise if you're in right standing.
Glory be to God. I'm in right standing for the Lord to direct my path. I'm in right standing for healing. I'm in right standing for a miracle. I'm in right standing. I'm in the right place. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So, slip up your hands and say this after me. Say, as we bring our first fruits of faith this year, we are declaring we're in right standing and we manifest the righteousness of God to a hurting world. If you're ready, give God a praise right now. Come on. Oh, I think this area ought to really praise him because you're in the right place. I think you folks right here ought to really praise him because you're, I think y'all over here ought to really praise him. I think the folk in the overflow ought to really praise him because you're in the right place. You're in right standing. Online, you ought to praise him because you don't earn your way with the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, the fifth fruit that was brought to the Lord was the grape. And grapes were used to make wine. And wine represents joy. Anytime the Jews were having a celebration, they would have wine because wine represented joy. And hadn't this been a year where the enemy has tried to suck the joy out of our lives? Where are real people at? For the enemy's tried to suck the joy even out of the church. But I want to tell you today, <laughs> I came with good news. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And I am claiming that this year, the Lord is opening up over your house a door of joy. I declare that joy is coming to your family. I declare joy is coming to your children. I declare that joy is coming on your job. I declare everywhere you turn, you're going to find that you got joy. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of depression. I'm tired of worrying about COVID and worrying about church and worrying about people. That's what the enemy wants you to do. Worry about finances. Worry about the stuff you get you see on Facebook. I'm telling you, we kicking that stuff to the curb. Maybe I'm preaching to myself. I'm kicking that stuff to the curb, and I'm going to have joy. I'm going to have so much joy this year. You're going to say, let me hang out with pastor because pastor's happy. How many of you know you don't want to hang out with people who are miserable and depressed? I release over you joy. I release over your whole road joy. Tell your neighbor, this whole road, this is the joy road. Yeah. This, this is the joy road. Tell you, tell everybody on your road, say ha, ha, ha. Come on. Tell them, say ha, ha, ha. Come on. Some of y'all, even if you can't really laugh, fake it till you make it. Open up your mouth and say ha. You know what? The devil is mad right now because some of y'all are in the house of the Lord this morning after all the hell you went through in 2020. So since you're here, you ought to go ahead and say, God, I'm claiming joy in the next season like I've never known. Look at your neighbor and just say, neighbor, I speak in faith. Holler at him over you. 2021 is your year of joy now give god a praise if you're ready for your year of joy i'm gonna have me some joy this year 
Someone have me some joy this year. Ha ha. I'm going to laugh a lot this year. Ha ha ha. Ha. Hey, ha ho. Ha ha. Don't get mad at me. Ha ha. I don't care. <laughs> I'm about to take on myself. I'm going to have joy. You hear me, Don Rayleigh? I'm going to have so much joy. You're going to say, who is this I'm married to? I'm going to have so much joy. I'm going to just get up in the morning just laughing. I'm going to lay down laughing, and I'm going to say, take that, devil, because weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning, and we've been in the night long enough. Tell your neighbor, good morning. Say good morning. Say good morning. Say good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Ah. So step up your hands and declare this after me. Say, this year, we claim joy for our journey. Say, my life will be overcome with laughter and joy and the goodness of the Lord. Oh, are you receiving it, precious? Are you receiving it? I'm receiving it. Bring it back up because somebody was trying to take a picture of it. I saw it. I see it. Come on. Jay, if you want to post something, post that. Hallelujah. How many of you are ready to be overcome with laughter and joy and the goodness of the Lord? Now watch this. Number six, figs. That was the fruit that was offered. Figs represent safety and prosperity in the Bible. So first let's talk about safety. The enemy wants you to be full of panic. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm scared. I just read something on Facebook. Let me tell you something. People share stupid things on Facebook. Yes, I said that. You can quote me. We are a generation that is all about conspiracy theories. And we are people, they will share anything and everything. Here's my admonition for you in the next season. Stop sharing that mess and share a scripture. Share, share a worship from Calvary. Share some of our worship songs. Share a sermon. I'm telling you, the, 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 this fruit that I'm talking to you about, this fig, it represents safety. God hasn't brought you this far to let you be destroyed now. God hasn't kept you this long. Church, wake up. Where is the church with power? Where is the church that's filled with the Holy Ghost? Where is the church that's washed in the blood? Where is the church that does not walk in fear, but walks in faith? If I see one more person sharing, I'm so afraid it's going to be terrible. We're not going to make it. I'm going to come to your house and spank you in the name of Jesus. Get on that Facebook, get on your social media and say, I'm a child of God. I'm washed in the blood. The Lord is on my side. If God is for me, who can be against me? Right? Am I right? So I'm declaring that this is a year as you give. You're going to claim safety, but ready? Figs also represent prosperity. When you have prosperity... That means you don't just survive. Survival is overrated. Y'all don't make me just go back to my old days. Y'all know what I would say when I talk about surviving. It took all the strength I had not to fall apart, 
just trying hard to mend the pieces of my broken heart. And so you felt like dropping in and just expect me to be free. But now I'm saving all my loving for someone who's loving me. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now. Cause you're not welcome anymore, devil. Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me with your lies? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh, no, not I. I will survive. Yo, yo, hush. Y'all done that, y'all. I'm about to give an altar call right now. You shouldn't even know that song. I've come to let the devil know I'm not just going to survive. I'm going to thrive. I shall prosper and be in hell. Where are the people that can declare prosperity and safety belong to the children of God? Are you hearing me, precious? I'm speaking to you from my heart today because I don't want the enemy to drag you down and make you think that God's going to abandon you. No, this year you're going to be safe and blessed. Just tell your neighbor, safe and blessed. 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 In fact, figs were a symbol of fatty prosperity. So... Some of y'all say, Pastor's fat. I'm not fat. I'm blessed. Come on. So raise your hands and say this after me. Say, as we bring, shout it out. Say, as we bring our first fruits to the Lord, we believe that God will open every door of blessing and safety in our lives. If that's you, come on, give him praise. Come on in the balcony. Come on at home. I'm secure. I'm okay. I've made it this far. I'm going to make it the rest of the way. Number seven was the olive. The olive represents anointing. David said in Psalms 92.10, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. The Bible said in that day the yoke will be destroyed. Come on. And the word burden will be lifted because of the anointing. So I release over you fresh oil today. I release over you anointing today. I declare that in the next few weeks, uh, yokes are going to be destroyed and burdens are going to be lifted. Heaviness is coming off of your life. Joy is coming into your life. Uh, come on, anxiety is being lifted right off of you. The yoke is being destroyed and the burden is being lifted. Yokes are what binds you up. Burdens are what weigh you down. I declare everything that's tried to bind us up and weigh us down in 2020 and going into 21, it is lifted off of us today and it is broken. I break it off of your children. I break confusion off of your family. I break the attack of the enemy. I lift the burden off of you. I lift depression off of you right now. I lift sickness off of you right now by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The anointing that's on my life gives me power to take authority over sickness, disease, problem, and peril to bind depression. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. So right now in the name of Jesus, I take authority over everything that you've been under and you're about to get over what you've been under and God is going to bring you breakthrough because there is fresh anointing coming into your life. Fresh oil. David said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. See, the problem is we need fresh oil. The truth is, if you don't use oil, if you find out about oil, it gets rancid. Oil spoils. 
And the problem is many people are trying to deal with today's issues living on yesterday's oil. We're trying to flow from the oil we got in 2017 or 2016. But I got a feeling that God is about to pour fresh oil on a church that he wants to set on fire. Because when you get anointed with fresh oil, you are highly flammable. Come on, somebody. I dare you right now to take about 30 seconds and give God a mighty praise. Fresh oil's coming to your house. Fresh oil's coming to your family. It's coming to you right by live stream. Open up your mouth and give God praise for fresh oil. Uh, we will walk through new doors of anointing full of praise in 2021. You want to declare that? Would you like to say that? Oh, raise up your hands and say it right now. Say, we will. Say, we definitely will walk through new doors of anointing full of praise in 2021. Now open your mouth and give God the glory. I heard the Lord just say to me, tell him to give me the glory and I'll give him the victory. So give God the glory and watch him give you the victory. I said, give God the glory and watch him give you the victory. He said, they provide the praise. I provide the power. So, now, you're going to walk through new doors this year. Doors of anointing, precious. Doors of breakthrough. I was drawn to this scripture in Hosea chapter 2, and I just want to share it with you, and then I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. Whatever I do, it's going to be good. Hallelujah. Because I'm, I'm at this place where I just want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So Hosea 2.15 said, I will give her vineyards from there and the valley of Acre as a door of hope. She shall sing there as in the days of her youth, as in the days when she came up from the land of Israel. Just let me share with you a moment. He said, she shall sing there as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up from the land of Egypt. That represents the children of Israel coming out of bondage. They were so happy when they got set free. Do you remember when he set you free? Do you remember when he saved you? Do you remember when you were in bondage, but that Sunday or that Wednesday or that Friday, whatever day it was, he set you free from everything that had bound you up? But somewhere along the line, maybe life and stuff and issues and problems had gotten to be so overwhelming that it's been hard to really praise him because you've been so captured by trouble. But I hear the Lord say, he's about to remind you of where he brought you from and you're gonna sing there as in the days of your youth, come on. As in the day when she came up from the land of bondage or the land of Egypt, God said, it's time for you to praise again like you praised when you first got set free. It's time for you to praise again like you praised when you had the biggest breakthrough you ever had in your life. I dare you right now, just go ahead and praise him like you're used to. Praise him like you don't care what anybody says. Remind me, Lord, of where you brought me from. Remind me of all the battles that you've already helped me win because you've never lost a battle. 
Watch now. He said, he said, and the valley of Acre, I'm going to exchange that for them, and I'm going to present them with a door of hope. The valley of Acre means the valley of trouble. Come on now. Valley of Acre means the valley of trouble. 2020, we've had valleys of trouble. Going into 2021, people have been dealing with valleys of trouble. And the enemy wishes that I would shut up and not declare this over your life. But I declare that God's about to change. Bring it back up again. God's about to change our valley of trouble into a door of hope. Come on, it said, and he will give you a door of hope for the valley of trouble. I'm telling you that God is about to provide for your family a door of hope. God's providing for the church a door of hope. Revival is coming. Awakening is coming. A new season is coming. I'm ready to live my life with hope. I'm ready to live my life with joy. You know what doors are? Doors represent two things. Doors represent coming and doors represent going. Some stuff comes through the door and some stuff leaves through the door. I'm saying by faith that this year whatever's got to come has got to come but whatever's got to go has got to go. Depression has got to go. Fear has got to go. Bitterness has got to go. Anger has got to go. Bondage has got to go. See you later, COVID-19. See you later, racism. See you later, division. See you later, see you later, see you later. Come on in, revival. Come on through the door, joy. Come on in, healing. Come on in, breakthrough. Come on in, salvation of my son. Come on in, deliverance of my daughter. Come on in, great awakening. Come on in, Holy Ghost. How many of you can say, let the trauma go, but let destiny come through the door. Have your way, God. Have your way. Have your way. Depression. Got to go. Church, church, church. I'm talking to the church now. Anger's got to go. Division and bitterness has got to go. How about this? Insecurity. <sighs> got to go. Financial struggles. <sighs> got to go. Complacency. It's got to go. I'm claiming every one of these blessings. Wheat and barley. I'm claiming that this is going to be a year of fellowship. I'm declaring the date and the pomegranate and the fig. It's going to be a year where God protects me and prospers me. I'm declaring that it's going to be a year of joy. Mm, I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. What he's done, what he's done for me. I get peace when I think about 
what he's done for me. I get peace when I think about what he's done for me. I get peace when I think about what he's done for me. Oh, what he's done, what he's done, what he's done, what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he'll do for me. I get joy when I think about what he's about to do for me. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be a part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060 or you can give at calvaryfl.com slash give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.